Welcome to the Livecast Construction Experience Podcast. I'm Kieran Brennan, co-founder of Livecast.com. Finally, the construction sector has entered its digital transformation, meaning the way we operate our projects and businesses day to day is being disrupted. This podcast is designed to help you in all areas of your business. We do this by bringing in experts across all key areas of a construction business who share their stories, their challenges, wins and losses so others can learn from their experiences. To watch previous episodes, please visit livecast.com or search livecast.com across all popular social platforms. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Livecast Construction Experience. I'm delighted this week to be joined by a very recognisable builder for our Irish listeners. Peter Finn is both a builder on and off TV, having appeared on six different series of the TV show Room to Improve with well-known architect Dermot Bannon. He also starred in another TV hit show, Home Rescue, and we're delighted to carve some time out of his day to learn more about the man on the screen and what his day-to-day looks like as the managing director of MDS Construction. Peter Finn, you're very welcome to the Live Cost Construction Experience. How are you? How are we doing, Carol? Thanks so much for having me on. Good, good, great. You're very welcome. To tell us, we always start off with sort of getting a bit, bit of context with the man behind the, the uh, business and the man behind the the, the TV, I suppose. Where, where does your, bring us back, I suppose, where, where does your relationship with the construction industry or building even start? Yeah, I suppose it started straight after school. Um, I always had an interest in building. My mother and father built a house when I was younger um, and I just loved hanging around the site with the, the construction was going on and then kind of had a target of getting a trade as soon as um, I got out of school and that's what I did. I, I served my apprenticeship as a carpenter um, I served it with a small builder, so I more got a, a full house building um, apprenticeship is the best way to describe it because we, we used to literally go into the greenfield site, mm-hmm. take the foundations and do everything um, from there to literally handing over a fully finished house. So it was a it was a fantastic experience um, to get and gain. And from there then I went on and I, I you know, I done a bounce around with a few different people. I worked in Trinity College for a while. Um, I, I went then and went back to college in Boston technology course. So I suppose I was always kind of targeting, targeting to move into construction management. Um, but I always really enjoyed the actual work aspect of it. So I suppose that's kind of where I've ended up. I um, have the, the MDS construction. I'm a director with a, a Mark Lane as my business partner. And uh, I met Mark when both of us were in Trinity College. And, uh, there was a chap on Michael Duffy had MDS construction going him. He asked both of us to come on board with him. Mark went on first, so he came on, and then unfortunately Michael passed away. And myself and Mark were kind of left with a decision: did we did we keep the company going, and what did we do? Celtic Tiger went on his holidays in it at the same time, so it was an interesting time in, in our lives, and we learned an awful lot there during hard times. And uh, fortunately, we were able to keep things going, and we grew kind of from there. And um, TV side of things kind of came down where we. It was uh, an engineer that we'd done a job for uh, recommended us to Dermot Bannon and it all happened very, very quickly and got a phone call and, and were asked to, to meet with uh, Jane from Coco Television and Dermot Bannon himself, who this was on the very first series of Nobody Had to Do Who Dermot Was and went and met him in a very small cafe in, in Blanchardstown, the jobs around the corner and we, we went, met him and went straight around the corner and looked at the job and a week later we were on site. It was very, very quick. Um, so we've done the, done the first series, went very well. 
um, myself and Graham got on quite well. Uh, I was, mm-hmm. let's say, the, the face of the company. I was the person I kind of represented the company. Um, then they asked us to do the next year, and I kind of realised very quickly that the concept was not just about you know building. There was also a storyline kind of going with. Um, and I probably was the first builder to have a railway airman and uh, kind of put him back in his in his box and they, they loved that so uh, the TV side of it then they kept uh, coming back to me uh, and, and to, to obviously our company asking us to do the show so we ended up doing six of them then you, you know we, we kind of took a little bit of a, a break from it uh, we, we priced a couple of the jobs but we didn't win them and we'd been on it six times so We'd kind of been there and done that, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's one of, I mean, for anyone that's listening, as I say, from the out, outset, anyone listening from an uh, Irish listener base would be well aware of Room to Improve and, and its success here. Um, I actually didn't realise that you were, you were carpenters by, by trade and carpenter myself and obviously went to Bolton Street as well. So, um, yeah, yeah. So th- there you go. Uh, the the room to improve thing is is, is interesting because there's always this sort of you know the people that are familiar with working on, on sites would say ah you know that's that, that that's not real or you know that that can't be real. How how real is it? Yeah, well, believe it or not, room to improve is uh, is a very genuine look as to how a, a job goes because. Pretty much what they do, it's a very clever concept from the, from the, the TV point of view because they get someone else to pay for the job and they get the filament. And um, what the, the client gets or the homeowner gets is they get Dermot Bannon's uh, fees for free and they also get the comfort, I suppose, that the job is going to go well because, let's be honest, any builder is going to pull out the stops to make sure that the place looks really well at the end of the show. Um, so I suppose you get that, and then you get the, the moment of you and your family being on television, which is not the underestimated well because it is not to have back on. So um, that, that's the way it works, and believe me, it is, it is real. Like uh, the stresses that are involved in it are, are, are fairly real, costs and all that type of stuff. Um, but the one thing that annoys me about Run to Improve is that they, it, the costs are very tight on it, and I don't. I think they're a fair reflection on the market at the time because builders know if they go on a show that they it's going to help them because they kind of have that on their CV. So they will put in, a, you know, usually a fairly tight price for to win the show or sorry to win the job. And then the shows get repeated quite a lot. So you could be looking at a show that's two or three years old and the market prices have changed. And put it in, in, in kind of, I suppose, in reflection of is the show genuine? It pretty much is. Like, Dermot Bannon is very much like the same on Teddy, the terrible nice fella. Uh, if you went and met him over a point, you'd have a great bit of crack at him. Uh, he's a bit more difficult to work with. He's very hard to get on the phone. He's a very busy man. And he it doesn't go into massive amount of detail, but then he comes on site and it has his head. So that can be tricky to, to deal with. But um, and I was good. Like the other show that I'm doing on his home recipe one, that's one over takeover shops. There's no budget stress. Whereas in room to improve, you have the same budget stress that you would have on an ordinary job. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you touched on you, you touched on something there. Even that you're probably one of the first to have a a, a railway there. I mean, can you have a proper rail? I mean, if, if you're working on one of your jobs today with MDS and the architect is just not doing the right things. You're, you're, you're going to tell them what's going on. You're going to try and pull them in. Yeah. 
Uh, can you do that? Uh, yeah, well, look, you, you know, you have to represent yourself well. You don't want to be going around screaming and shouting and, you know, looking like a, an unprofessional person. But at the same time, yeah, like, I, I, I suppose I knew how to play the game a little bit, and I do a very similar kind of concept with, with Roisin, the, the, the home rescue show. The stresses are real. The difference in, in the new show is that there's time, time stresses. Uh, you do have that in room to improve as well because you have a finished date, the final film and date is given to you. You have to have that house finished by that date because there's a film crew booked in. You know, the final reveals are all booked in on a certain date. So it's not as if you say, oh, it's not a date that you have to do. That, that date can't change with so many um, expensive items hired in terms of you know, camera crews and all that stuff so booked in for those days. So, you know, there's stresses involved in that way. When it comes to having the rails, you know, you have to be careful about what to do, but they do, like television, you've got to remember it's a TV show as well as uh, a, uh, not like a documentary, more a TV show. It's on, it's on 16th series, which is amazing for any TV show that won't series. It's just phenomenal, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, the, 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 the whole, yeah, the home rescue one is 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 interesting. Is that is that still going? Or are you going to be doing, yeah, it is doing actually, that one again? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually filming one of the shows next week. Believe it or not, we've uh, we're halfway through filming the fourth series of home rescue, and um, it is going from strength to strength. It's a half an hour show. Different. It's a more lighthearted uh, look. Um, in in that one, the uh, the client gets an awful lot of free. They pretty much get oh yes, free between so. The concept of that show is uh, the photo bosses come in and they declutter the house and then with the help of Roshin and then we come in on the house and Roshin gives us for design and then we uh, take two rooms and we basically renovate two rooms. So they get everything for free there. So we get like, all the skips, uh, every, like, you know, a team of people coming in and taking all your, your clutter out. Some of the houses are very cluttered, some of them aren't that bad. And then you get Roshin's design Ikea sponsor the show, so you get about five and a half, six pounds worth of free Ikea gear, and then of course you get my crew as well. So, you know, that one, it's a very short course, it's done in, in three days, and it genuinely is done in three days. You, like, we work very long hours on it to get it done, and there's real stress in terms of trying to get the, you know, the job done and finish. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not a huge TV fan, but I am a sucker for yeah. a you know, home renovation show or yeah, a yeah construction show i do remember one of the home rescues i remember i was living out in australia actually and uh there was the one with um austin and muhammad you remember that one yeah uh that was yeah that was that got the, the biggest reaction of any job we ever done it was the only time what we did was we, we kind of took over from a dodge builder and um, basically and it was the old school dodge builder scenario which you don't see a lot of these days to be honest with you you still get the odd you know, fella that'll come in and, you know, do a bit of a shoddy, shoddy job, but this was really bad. Like, this was, he, 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 Austin and Mohammed had picked up some boy off Facebook. They'd never met him before. He came in, he said he was going to do X, Y, and Z, and Mohammed went on holidays and it was left with Austin to do this boy, and he just literally, they pulled the house apart, and when we came in, it was like, it was like, it was like someone had stopped in mid-flight and had left. But we didn't really know the the previous story and there's obviously two sides to every story so we were given the task of coming in but there was a lot of bad stuff there that I had to you know there was electrics that was done it was nowhere near how it was uh, you know just 
slabs stuck the walls that were right off. There's all sorts of stuff like that going on. So that was a big task for us. And we had to literally come in and take over from someone else that had done bad work, which is all the, from a builder's point of view, a really tricky situation. But uh, it was a very, it was one that was very close to people's hearts. And mm. it was a, it was a very unusual relationship between us and Muhammad. It was a very genuine one. My first met him, I told him about what this old man being taken advantage of here, but actually quite the opposite. We're really genuinely friends. We still are today, you know. And uh, the two of them had a very good relationship, and they were put in a very awkward position by this guy who came in and basically taking advantage of them and taking their money. So yeah. I suppose that one was a very rewarding one to be involved in. But the whole lot is like when I first was asked to do the show, I didn't feel I didn't understand how much the, 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 the clients or the, the homeowners, I suppose, is the best way to call it, would get out of it. There's always usually a storyline in the background somewhere, a reason why the house got buttered or the reason why we're needed. And it's it's very rewarding when you get a phone call that night after you come home, whether you be home with Sharon and wife, and absolutely knackered after three days of really hard work and anything, you get a phone call from home and really crying down the phone with happiness after, you know, what they've seen. So it's rewarding from that point of view. giving a bit back to that, you know? Yeah, and I was—I mean, as you say, thankfully um, we don't get too much of that sort of rogue building stuff. Mm. Not as much as no. we once had, and I suppose with you know regulations and stuff like CIF trying to push out through Syria and stuff does help. Um, I mean, so you've gone from that. I mean, quite quite a jump actually when you think about them small little jobs that you're doing on home rescue up to what you're sort of doing now with with MDS. Can you sort yeah. of des- describe MDS to, 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 to our listeners and, you know, what, what your day-to-day looks like in there? Yeah, well, I suppose we, we call ourselves a medium-sized builder. We, we would uh, would have started off in, you know, you're, you're one man in a van was what I was. I was going around doing small extensions and renovations. And, and I linked in with Mark and, and Michael at the time. We were taking on slightly bigger jobs. So at the moment, we would do jobs uh, that would, we will be basically between kind of 750,000 to million and a half, two million, that size of project. Um, doing not a lot of renovation work, conservation work as well. So usually homes that have got, you know, that type of requirement to it as well. So we've gained an awful lot of experience over the years working with different architects and, and poor uh, engineers. And, and, and uh, I suppose we're, we're now at the point where we've got 15 people directly employed. And we've got um, our own US project manager and um, foreman. So we need that size of job, I suppose, really to maintain what, what the crew that we've got going on. And I would yet then next week I'll be jumping back and doing three days with only two or three of my lads in, in, mm-hmm. in one of the home rescue houses. I like doing that to keep in touch with the tools and keep in touch with the with, with, with uh, you know the hand the hands on stuff of course. Now thankfully our our own business is gone. You know, quite well for us. It's very, very hairy. Learned them off, but during the bad times, I remember listening to one of your previous podcast there, uh, the chap from America, and who was involved in the county side of things. Can't remember his name, you know, but he, when he, as he was telling the stories about people walking and there's being cash flow there, but then when uh, when all the bills were paid out, there wasn't much left in the in the kitty, and like it really gave me flashbacks to some of the periods of time that myself and Mark had, and. You know, I, I truly do believe you learn more in the bad times than you do in the good times. And then yeah. I suppose we've, you know, taken that experience with us and we've learned. Um, you're you're heading towards the, I mean, you're, you're going from the small job now up to um, developments. Uh, you're going to take on a, yeah. a, a large development. 
yeah, so that's the next step. Um, those, we, we had a very successful project completed with a, with a chap who was eager to get into some investment and to buy a bit of property and do a development. And it took us a while to kind of find, find the right one. Um, so we've ended up, uh, mm-hmm. we basically teamed up to buy uh, a site in, in Rattan Lion in County Meath that has a plan of mission for 16 houses and we're hoping to the next month and deliver that then next year. So uh, the, the development's called Ring Park and it's in mainly three bed homes, kind of ideally suited towards the first time buyer market. So it's very exciting. Um, your your life cost will be very important to us on that one, to be honest with you, because we're uh, we we started using using our life cost on a couple of jobs. But to be honest with you, that was that was the main project that we kind of had our eye on, which were uh, cost on. So that's a, a very exciting um, year for us, I suppose, ahead because uh, it's our first time doing it, and a lot of a lot of uh, things have actually fallen in our favour because of the fact that. Uh, people with the COVID situation going on have uh, been living around their own homes now. Those folks, people living in apartments anyway, anywhere in and out in that kind of, uh, general area of need. Someone who's looking to upscale or someone who wants to kind of put roofs around their own home, people are doing it now. They're being more proactive. They're kind of at time to settle and find the think Anyone who's got um, mortgage approval is kind of looking to use that up before things might change on that as well. So, the, the move to the country uh, is is kind of on a, a lot of people's mind, and see with the whole uh, technological and um, revolution that's happened with COVID going on, people can move home. And that's yeah, that, yeah, you know, there's there's there's, the country, you know? there's definitely a shift, and you know the the the, the you know you can see what's happening around the sort of large commercial buildings around the uh, around middle of town like it's just the demand won't be there uh having good staff that can work remotely is, is going to be key therefore uh, the commuter towns are going to become quite valuable actually i i, I would say yeah um, hard hard to have a discussion without sort of touching on covid um yeah what was your i suppose what was your reaction when you sort of knew we're going into lockdown we've got to lock down these sites and i suppose how how did you deal with that it was the same as everybody else. You were trying to. You started off hearing about this virus, but it was on foreign land, and you know, you know I don't know why jobs. The closer it was coming, and you start seeing, you know, all that really bad stuff that would happen. Work that realization. It is going to affect us. We everyone knew so little about the virus, and we we're all trying to learn. And we were. I suppose we'll never forget those days when Leo Radford was making his announcement and the whole countries were the whole country stopped and listening to you know what was happening. The Friday that he locked down the building industry was tough because, you know, we had four or five sites on the go Friday after he said it and they were like, supposed to stay with uh, I think it was a two or five kilometer radius at that point where you live. There's a lot of uncertainty that you didn't have a point to lock sites that surely was. It was it was scary times. It was it, it, was, it was for everybody. Like construction industry, in terms of on-site construction industry, we're lucky because the fact that we were outdoors, you know, predominantly meant that it was viewed that it was one of the last uh, industries to close down. So we were lucky with that, and we were one of the the, the back up again. But look, 
that hasn't been a person on earth, which is a very unusual thing that hasn't been like about COVID. And I, I actually think people, you know, should be talking about it. I don't shouldn't be all doom and gloom either. It should be like, you know, okay, we're all living in this situation. How do we how do we, you know, make the best of it and how do we kind of move on from here? So first thing yeah. we did actually was once once uh, we started getting contact with people then who were trying to keep our business open. So we opened you know open up the business, we started doing COVID screens and kind of adapted and we have our own little workshop that we've had one of our ads in making screens and I was myself back and field going around fitting them and more you know, looking for something to do but also to keep a very small spawn over and put all of our ads in the go. And you know, so we kind of adapted it but going forward, obviously there's an awful lot of protocols we have to do on site and it does slow you down a little bit in terms of, you know, you have to be a lot more organized and, and you have to premeditate your steps of, of construction, which is a good thing. It kind of makes you think of it a little bit more than you used it. Um, but there's a lot of stuff kind of happening. I think the biggest thing that happened is stop and take breath. I'm glad that that happened. Me, I was actually, instead of, you know, running around at 100 miles an hour, you were forced into a sort of a slowdown. Again, it's a bit like what we were saying about the country and, and kind of changing their whole life for That's because we had to yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that you know. I as I'm trying to put it, will will be corrected. That's probably the best way I can put it. Like the ways and ways we operate. Uh, I feel that we could have inherited from previous generations. I, I think could be just due for a correction a little bit, and we're, we're going, there's going to be new ways to approach stuff um, and new ways of thinking. I suppose it would, would be the. The best way to, to put that, I mean, it's an enormous challenge ahead. I mean, for you guys, you're obviously plowing on, which is just great to hear. Um, you've been very kind with your time, Peter. Like, where can people find out more about you and MDS? Well, we have our, we have our website, uh, mdsconstruction.ie, uh, and, .ie, and uh, obviously, new series of Home Rescue coming up, so you'll see. Yeah. See my, my face having more arguments with, with Roshin on, on TV. Um, and then, you know, our, I suppose our, uh, we have a couple of big jobs. Please keep an eye over that. And, you know, it'd be great if people could go and, and check out the development. That's greenport.ie, the website for that. Um, and I suppose the last word to people out there, stay positive. Keep, keep working, you know, anyone who works hard in any environment will always come up and that's the attitude. Yeah. Be positive and, and keep pushing on. Absolutely. We'll we, we link up the, the, the links to, to the development and, and to, to you guys as well in the in the show notes on site so people, people, people can reach out. Peter, thanks for your time. Thanks very much, Joe. No worries. Cheers.